Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 31st. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan! I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm great. Back from... Uh, is your gain... Vacation. I think you need to put your gain up. Oh, God damn it. How are we doing? Better? No? Yeah, yeah that's better. Do I have it in the wrong jack? I think it's in the right jack, yeah. I think it, it's popping up. It's, it's good, registered. Better? Yeah. Yeah. All right, better. All right. All right. Here we go. Are we reloading or are we just going? We could just let's keep reload. going. Do you want to keep going? All right. Let's keep going. Yeah. It's July 31st. Andy, how are we doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. My yeah. gain, my, not better now with my gain adjusted. Yeah, you're better now. How uh, are you? How's, how was vacation? How was your was, uh, relaxing time with uh, four Rugrats? I mean, it's not relaxing. I'll tell you what, though. I'm excited about this week. We got a great, it sounds like a great week to be away. We got every day I was getting excessive heat warnings and severe thunderstorm warning, like brutal thunderstorms coming through and it's 100 degrees. This week I'm in for, looks like low 80s during the day. We're back and then like low 60s at night, which around DC swap. Oh God, that's like that's prime dad stuff. Better than a cold beer after a long day's work is being able to open your windows. So I don't, I'm back for that. I'm I don't gr- want people. I'm, I'm just happy. I don't want people to get triggered by this. But the last week here, it's been it's been like 78 during the day and like 55 at night. I mean, you keep the windows open. And you you bundle up. That's great. At night, you wake up and it's just <laughs> you get that that aroma, Crisp. that outdoor yeah. aroma. You know, oh, yeah. it's just it was it's been delightful here. So, um, you know, I just for, ate I ate a ton of food for dinner. I unexpected. Yeah, it was just kind of like I was going to lock in really, really get into the 3M. And uh, and the missus and I decided to, a, a detour downtown. We went we n- barely ever go down to the city. Went down and I just I ate so much Burmese food. Like I I'm struggling. <laughs> so it's just not tip top pod shape. No, right now. didn't watch the golf. <laughs> oh no! And instead ate a bunch of Burmese food. But I watched uh, the o- senior open. What's Burmese food like? Give me it's a like rundown. A, of that. It's like kind of like Thai food. You know, okay. curries, okay. noodles, uh, samosas. It's like a mix uh, in between Indian and, and Thai. It's it's oh, delicious. Well, that went sounds to this, like my jam. Went to this place called Burmese Superstar in in San Francisco. It it is bomb. Well, I have been there. A well, they leave times no mystery before. about the title. I like that. They're just getting right to the point on what to expect when you go. What kind of food and what level? I that like whole that. street. That street's got like four amazing restaurants on it. It's a just different. It's 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 awesome. There's a Vietnamese place there too that's delightful. 
But I mean, yeah. I suppose you know, too much to eat is better than too much to drink when it well, comes to I had a couple, I had a couple beers too. That was part of that was part of why I think I'm so full. But I only had I only had two beers. I'm I'm perfectly fine. fine. It was like, it, like at this point, know, like you know, you're. You're in your mid thirties. That's like a mosquito bite on an elephant's ass. You know, a couple beers isn't going to do anything to you at this point in your life. All right, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're ready to rock and roll here in tip top shape. I'm standing up. I'm standing. I've forced myself to stand up to bring the energy. You know, <laughs> maybe this is appropriate prep for the TPC sticky note. Well, you know, sod farm sticky note classic. I gotta say, I turned it on. I had it on. Too much Burmese food. <laughs> and I'm looking, like, the, one of the first shots I saw, I tweeted about this, but, like, you know, they got these bunkers, and they they look completely different than the bunkers on the rest of the course. I kind of was like, wait, what, what hole is this? Because it's on the front nine. And then there's, like, this little sapling planted right on top of the bunker. Oh, left. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. who planted that? There's just going in tw- in 15 years there's going to be a big ass tree right in front of the bunkers. All these well, fairway chop bunkers. It down, no. No, no, no. They'll they just never be chop the, them. Well, the best part about it is these guys, these tour pros are hitting irons off the tee on the hole. They're never going to encounter the 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 tree there because they're hitting irons. And if it goes in the bunker, the tree's just a little sapling right now. If the if their oh. irons go in the bunker, they'll just hit it over the tree. You know, it's it's the twenty handicap that's a member there that's probably gonna have to deal what with that tree for there? years yeah. years to come. Yeah. Yep. There, you know, there were some odd bunkers going on over there too. But the one on the short four, sixteen. It's like kind of this fake attempt at a pot bunker in the front there. And Hodges got a lucky bow, like rolled right through it, popped up nice and nice and gentle. Like it's a, not really a pot bunker when you can roll out the front of the face of it like that. But um, it just looked bizarre where it was and the way it was maintained. Uh, not flat, apparently. Quite quite undulated, uh, unlike uh, Royal Liverpool. And then he just pops out the front and chips on and makes his makes his birdie to keep his distance that was your 3m open hey did you watch any of the senior open yeah i watched both i got back and i watched golf today i watched senior open i watched uh 3m i watched a little u.s junior am god before we forget i'm gonna sneak this in shout out to montgomery county zone brian kim local boy does good argyle country club cabin john no, he's from, uh, I don't know where he's from precisely. He goes to Sherwood High School, I believe, Ar- Argyle Country Club, somewhere in, in Montgomery is County. Is he the Silver kid that's Spray, going to Duke think. or something? Yes, he is going to Duke. Duke got their mitts that's, into him. So, it's too you bad. Know, uh, you know, proud Rockville, uh, I believe, so the Montgomery County kid. But I watched that, then I watched Senior Open, then I watched 3M. What, what do you want to say about the Senior Open? Um, I was like, I, I turned it on on Saturday. Utterly shocked. You know, I had heard Royal Porthcall was good. Place yeah. looks amazing. Sure. And obviously the, we- cool. the the weather was just pure carnage. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was Did you see the guy miss the eighteen inch putt? Yeah, yeah. I mean 
I kept waiting for Chica. He kept leaving a little pizza in the box to use your little expression you're trying to foist upon everybody instead of uh, meat on the bone. Well, you know, some Zs, some Gen Zs used that on the golf course with me. Oh, okay. I I liked that. I was like... So pizza in the box on several of these with the... I was like, there's no way he's... He kept making them. I was anxious as hell. He'd tap it right into the stick and let it stick, you know, between the the flag and the hole. And the thing that made me more anxious was VJ with the long putter. He's so tall. (laughs) How is he going to putt with it? He's standing up. You know, like you get in the wind. You want to kind of like get like locked in. He's standing so tall. He was, I felt, I was like, God, he's got to be getting blown around. No hat. (laughs) The glasses. Like it had to be awful, awful out there for him. Uh, That was a good watch. That was a great watch. Regardless, I thought the playoff became a little bit of a slog. Yeah. A little bit of uh-huh. an 18 over and over and over again. It was just, well, I don't know. I loved too. It, it the wasn't whole, that interesting. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole interesting part of the, the tournament was anytime they weren't downwind was right. great. And they just kept playing the one hole where like, you know, when, the ball, when you're hitting a ball downwind, it doesn't really get away from you very often, you know? Oh, like it goes. They were stopping it. Yeah, yeah, and they were stopping it pretty well on that on that green. You know, Uh, well, like the thing is, it just doesn't go anywhere. It goes dead straight. Is they needed to play right? This is the whole thing, right? Like what the the senior the the Open Championship has the greatest playoff in all of golf, and we saw this with the women's last year, and now we saw it with the seniors. Why isn't it just a four hole aggregate? I mean, because they had EPL to show on NBC, and they're not showing Alex Cheka. Well, they could have kicked the, it back and to CNBC, like it was on it was, in the morning. Well, they probably had some, you know, Shark Tank rerun to, to going on CNBC <laughs> too. What do you think is uh, better rating, Shark Tank reruns or senior Alex Cheka? Yeah. Uh, probably a Shark Tank, if I had to guess. God, my in-laws had that on one night at the house. Shark that Tank is they. Yeah, I've never, I've never, I've dabbled. I've just, I don't really know what's going on with that show. They were some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Just brought up. I was like, these guys, get these guys off my TV. I, that show, was, I, I was making all these critical comments. My mother-in-law seemed to be offended by that. Like this show is ridiculous. I like the um, show. Yeah, I, I God. like the show. Show because like some of those guys, like that Kevin guy, is such an asshole. He just gives the worst deals. Is that the bald one? Yeah, the, the Kevin Leary. He just he well, these people have no kick, leverage. He kicks out the worst deals, and these people take yeah. them all the time. It's like, wait yeah. a second. Oh yeah, what? Yeah. You're gonna give away forty percent of your company for thirty grand? Like, what? Are we, <laughs> what are you doing? The one I watched, the guy has banana phone. I was like, what? Come on. This is just a waste of my time. Um, anyways, well, I will Chica. say, just going on the yeah. show is like a oh, marketing totally. boom. It's ridiculous. I've yes. heard. I, I had uh, someone I know. I'm just not going to. They were going, going on. They were going on the show. Uh-huh. And I and I had talked to, talked to them before. You know, they were going to go on the show, and I was like, Are you going to take a deal? And he was like, Oh, no way. Like, Peace. absolutely yeah. not. Like, we've yeah. got our investors. We're set. 
And I mean, like, and I was like, I was like, aren't they gonna like ask if you're like? And he's like, oh no, no, we'll be fine. We're not, we're not taking a deal. We're just doing it for marketing. And then, like six yeah. months later, I was like, what happened with Shark Tank? They're like, oh, they found out we weren't taking a deal. Like, that we had no interest. <laughs> oh, they it's canceled. Pre-screen, maybe they canceled them. They were gonna be okay. on, and then they canceled them. So that was a bummer. But like, I think that's a problem that they run into. Is like. You know, it's never a good sign when like four sharks offer a deal and they're like, nah, we're we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're selling game busters. But no, I don't want anything to do with your deal. But all right, here's our logo. Here's what we do. Peace. Bye. The best uh, though yeah. is sometimes I people are out there and they're like they're killing it. And they're like and the people the, even the sharks are like, Well, what do you need this for? You know, and they're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then they take the deal. They just give away like a ton of their company. Well, yeah, they just I want to got him over a barrel there a lot. Here's the problem with the show. Nobody's tracking to my knowledge what what happens. Maybe there is somebody, but I'm not this tuned in. This is like something that I watch sometimes like late at night on like a Friday night when I'm got nothing to do. Yeah, you had too much Burmese food, a couple beers, and you watch a little Shark Tank. Yeah, I could see that. All right, Alex Cheka, anyways, he wins the Senior Open. What else did you want to say about Royal Porthcall? Great course. I, Do we want to see this somewhere else on the Open Rota? Is that where well, we're going? Well, I, I guess they don't have enough infrastructure is oh, the problem. God. So this commercialization bullshit... Media needs lodging. You know, we got to have X number of fans. We got to have these grandstands. And like the people of Wales are the ones that lose and can't host an open. I and they're obsessed with the uh, the fan numbers, the R and A. They they want to be able to get like you know you got to get forty thousand a day and all that. Do you see the cows in the distance? Mm, no, I don't recall just seeing like that on the broadcast. Cows like 200 yards from the course. It was great. It's just awesome. I the only I mean, my my big regret was Woozy wasn't out battling the conditions. I feel like if he could have made it to the weekend, it was his tournament to lose. He seemed to be more of just a <laughs> I, I mean, An come honorary. on, ceremonial deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he showed up and he took his licks. What I don't get is like a couple years ago, he was battling to make the master's cut. And now, <laughs> what happened? So Waffle dogs? House just stuffing his face and grinding to make the cut. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He, he's, he's older. It's broken down. It's been drinking quite a bit, I believe. Uh, you know, many years, many miles on the odometer. Both on the course and at the pub. What do you want him to do? You want him out there in 40 mile per hour gales, just getting the pissed on, trying to finish T35? <laughs> what? Like, come on. What do you want from this guy? You want a Masters? Let him be. Um, but <laughs> it was, saying, that was fun. I'm one. just saying, he would have. I think this weekend was made woozy weather. He is 65, too. Come on. Well, I felt bad. Like, you watch these guys, these, you know, 
quote unquote athletes, you know, and they're, you know, only protein shakes, this, that, and the other at the sod farm, which is surrounded by, you know, housing, you know, cookie cutter housing, nothing against, you know, the, the neighborhood there, but, um, and just pristine conditions. And then the seniors are just getting abused <laughs> over in Wales. It's like they shouldn't be, they don't need to be dealing with that stuff at this point in their careers or lives. Like they're not going out in that stuff for any occasion. And yet here they are at 60 and 53 and whatever it may be, just getting pummeled. It was great to watch. Padre can't put his hat on. We're talking about a basic Wilson, uh, a basic beanie cap. You put two hands on each side and you pull it down. And somehow it's all tangled, twisted to and fro. Hey, can, can I put a stop to something? You know what I'm what? done with? What? Just absolutely done with. What? The Potty Harrington Ryder Cup hype. I'm done with it. Why? He lost to Alex Cheka. <laughs> Cheka. Like, just... So are we going to start to be like, you know who should make the Ryder Cup team? Alex Cheka. <laughs> well, I mean, just, like I it'd be one be thing if Harrington had won like seven tournaments on the senior tour this year. And we're like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should look at Harrington for a Ryder Cup spot. He plays in the pro tour in the men's tour events and he's finished like T50. Like, can we just give it a rest? Well, I think that's maybe when things were thinner on the roster and, you know, the septic tank wasn't nice and cleaned out and ready to rock <laughs> and things like that. But, you know, I, I don't think it's a crazy conversation, but if you're insisting we put a stop to it, we can maybe do that in this arena. It's a fun little thing to, I mean, we right. did this. Can I just, read? I swear to God, Hold we just on. did this with Bernard Longer, like 2014. <laughs> we were doing the same thing. You got to consider him for Glenn Eagles. I swear we did that. Can Go I ahead. read off his, or like, it's impressive. He hasn't missed a cut really. All right. Here's his, his finishes on the PGA Tour this year. T60 at Honda, T53 at API, T10 at Valero, oh. T, T50 at, PG, at the PGA, T27 at the U.S. Open, T42 at the Scottish Open, and T64 at the, at the Open Championship. One I at mean, PJ Frisco. Respectable. Would, no, he didn't win. Or Stricker won. Yeah, he did. Stricker, oh, Stricker won. won. He playoff, playoff, yeah. yeah. But Another like this is my won. point. If he had won like three senior majors and and had those results, I might be like, okay, let's but we could talk at about 340 or whatever. That's he is. fine, that's what, but he's, that's why they're he's talking finishing fiftieth in these events. <laughs> Well, where's like Yannick a, Paul? It's amazing. It's amazing that he's playing this well at this age. But let's be real. JT would have taken a 50th this I mean, week. Honestly, if JT had these results, he'd be a lock. <laughs> so let's not you know downgrade him just yet. Anything else from Porth Call that amused you? Uh, I mean, it was just, it stood out as just a delightful you know, JT tweeted about it. This is proper links golf. He's got to get um, that pip money. <laughs> yeah, I, I like JT commenting. He seems earnest about it when he's when he 
you know, tweet like he's a fan. He loves golf. I think he likes watching it. So he likes um, checking in. Yeah, you know, segueing to to the three M from that. Thirst may be taught and learned at uh, Tuscaloosa. Let me just say that head coach was over the J. This was the J on screen more than any other J on the PGA Tour this year. Jay Sewell, did I pronounce that? Sewell, Sewell, the uh, head coach at Alabama. You would have been all worked up where you're not stuffing your face with Burmese food. Every shot, they went to live, live Jay reaction. It was, I'm not saying he like, you know, forced himself, although he did greet Lee Hodges out on the putting green with a milkshake, like right after his wife gave him a hug. So I guess he flew up a nice gesture, flew up unannounced. Did did the caddy get a hug first too? Yes. Caddy, caddy got a lot of love. Wife. Yep. Then we went to JT. So he did go boo high levels of thirst. (laughs) No, no. I mean, he's his college coach, you know? And and so, yeah, he knew his, he, he knew his, spot in the rotation he was third or something like that so uh but he was on tv not cbs needed something today with lee hodges out eight seven shots six got they, to three i believe at, they were uh, laughing they were laughing at nbc having to deal with Harmon out in front last weekend and they got they got served a dish of lee hodges out, out in front that was that was another consideration my wife was like uh can you you don't have to watch the golf and i looked at the leaderboard and i'm like you know what? This is this is one week I might be able to skip. You know, I did watch it dutifully. I watched the last like two and a half, three hours, all the way through the finish. You know, I thought they told the story of Lee Hodge as well. Did the golf was the golf that exciting? No, but CBS did a fine job talking about his home club in Alabama. They really overdid it with the coach, whatever. Um, and I got to know a little bit about Lee Hodges, and I enjoyed watching him get his first career win. He seems like a nice chap, good fella. Um, not for the most exciting uh, week. Well, I would never put it in the Matt Jones Honda Classic territory, which is you know the standard here. <laughs> but uh, it was it was good to see him get his first PGA Tour win. I thought it was a fine story to follow. I wouldn't blame you though if you didn't tune in and didn't have to do a podcast on it. All right, I'm going to give more props, more props to the tour. But I'm also going to, it's going to come with a, what are we doing at the end of this? The props okay. are, this top 70 thing is so much better. Just like, yeah, unbelievably better that the top 70 make the playoffs now. And you see, like, it's nice that over half the tour doesn't make the playoffs. And you see Made guys the 3M open a little interesting. Yes. More interesting. Did you see the Nosferatu stat? This was the no. fifth best field for a wow. non-designated event. Unbelievable. This would never have happened the week after the open championship. Ever. If it wasn't for this. And it's amazing. When when things actually matter, when you have to like play well to get into the playoffs, the end of the season matters. I mean, this would be even better if they cut it to 50 is the thing, you know, but it's 70 is great. We saw so many more players at this event because of it, like having to grind and some players played well, like it adds significant storylines to the tournament. Like I was actually checking my phone a lot 
because I wanted to see where people were, which gets me to my other point. My This is, what are we doing? The tour should be so embarrassed about their user experience on the oh, website, God. on the app. <laughs> this is the only time all year that I care about the FedEx Cup. Playoffs, the numbers, that's all. I want to know what's going on. No clue. I'm still on their website right now. This is it's 1024 Eastern. I look at the leaderboard. It doesn't have it has the FedEx Cup starting, doesn't have the projected. I click over on my computer and I got the FedEx Cup up. It hasn't been updated yet. I have no clue where any of these guys go. But now my phone is updated. But the thing is, when you're using your phone during a tournament, you don't even see what the, the FedEx Cup points situation is on the leaderboard, right. on the mobile leaderboard. <clears throat> you have to click yeah. into the player profile, which then doesn't, uh, it doesn't give you a projected or anything. It's a disaster. It's, CBS it's, did a graphic listen, during the play that seems to now be moot or the, it's not updated, at least. I operate a website that is a disaster. All right? Functionally. UX. Full, full disclosure. Yeah. I have a disaster website right now. But I also am not a billion plus dollar organization. Well, they don't have a pot to piss in, apparently. If you listen to the Senate hearings, you know, they're trying to figure it out. Maybe, the, the you know. You want to hear something, over t- something that's kind of amazing, too? Yeah. Well, little scuttlebutt. Oh, God. Yeah. None of the guys, none of the tour players know what's going on with their cards. Because everything's just in flux. Nobody, I mean, is, it's are like, we doing the okay, new era? If are we not? If I'm top 70, I know I, I have a card and I can get into all the events, but I know I can't get into the designated events because those are top 50. Top 50, you don't have to worry. You know, I've heard that there are some some complaints that are like, why why not top 70? It's like, no, this will get you into the same problem that you had before. Less exempt players, the better. So 50 is great. But then if you're outside of 70, they have no clue. None of them know anything. And they have to play in this fall thing. They don't know what that means. They don't know what, what numbers. Nobody has a clue what's going on. So the only people that know, the only people that know (laughs) <laughs> if you're top like 50. Very elite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's interesting to not really know what you're playing for at, you know, August 1st, more or less. Right. I mean, to, to say, oh, I just moved up 16 spots. I'm, you know, 72 or I'm 64 or whatever. You don't know what it means necessarily for next year. Can we do more scuttlebutt while we're on the subject of tour ops? Yeah. And senior golf and Patrick, Patrick Harrington. We got this while we're on the subject of a senior major. Uh, someone who's, 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 you know, been around senior majors before was told that the Champions Tour, and this was, you know, in the last, I wouldn't say like last five years, but a while back, that the Champions Tour was a $55 million loser. And this was a while ago. And it was justified to fund the older players who didn't benefit from the pension plan that began in the early 80s. 
which today, you know, we're talking $55 million loser, whatever, a long time ago, let's say, you know, 15 to 20 years, a while back. Who knows what a loser it is today, how much money it's losing. But funding that the pension for those eight, you've got guys who've been living high on that hog, pension hog for years now. You've got guys who are 51 and it's got to be losing more money than ever. And they're all fully vested in the pension plan anyways. So we're just like kicking in. Anyways, this is scuttlebutt segment while we're talking about, I, I don't know that the senior open is necessarily operated that way. I don't think it's a full deal champions tour, but amusing to say. I've got an a update. Lot in motion. What? Update. My app no longer is showing the updated FedEx Cup points. I was going to do a little segment here with who's in, <laughs> who's played their way in. Who didn't? Lee Hodges played his way in with the win. He went 41 spots, I believe. Up. Yours is working? Uh, I think I got a good one here. I think I found one. Do you have to go uh, off PGATour.com? Lee Hodges. <laughs> that would be something. Lee Hodges went from 74 to 33. He's Cam Davis went 77 up. to 69. And, and Cam Davis moved in. I believe Husky Boy moved out from 70 to 73. Keith Mitchell moved then- safely in. Like he was sixty six, yeah, he moved like yeah. way up. He had a he had a T something, and then Ben Taylor moved out from sixty seven to seventy one. I gotta say, I've watched every almost every event this year. Follow ben it, Taylor. talk about it every Sunday. Not familiar with Ben Taylor's work. Did he? This year. He had like a a playoff loss or a runner up. He's a he's a husky boy. I'm sure I think. he did. Yeah, oh yeah, he's English and he's a <laughs> yeah. big boy. Yeah. I remember I yeah. remember a tournament where Ben Taylor was was a was, I I yeah. You yeah, know? but I I just I couldn't about, tell you. How about Streels, your boy, your buddy? Sunday Streels doing his Sunday Streels thing. Gets a T2. Thanks. Can I talk about the JT Poston thing for a minute? What thing? So people are going so for he, it? Yeah. So people are like pumping this up. It's a total straw man deal. They're like, I'm, I play to win. I, and I, I love the decision. I go, I agree with it. And they're like, they're just making this into catnip right now. It's like, I play to win 10 times out of 10. I do that decision. Totally makes sense. Um, like he had a chance to win outside chance. He's got to make Eagle and, and, you How know, far Hodges he's got to dunk it. I think 214 on the line. What? To clear. But a Who shitty lot. What was he going to do? He was in the way? hazard just over the line. He was in okay. the hazard just over the line. Ball See, below this his is feet. where it would have been good to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But I'm here to fill in the details. So it was a tricky shot. But 214 on the line. He had a three shot difference between uh, solo second and T2. <laughs> so take your rip. He hits it off the rocks, and you would have loved this. He hits it off the rocks. It bounces onto the big floating 3M deal no, in the middle of the lake. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's rolling around on there, and then finally goes in the water. And you've got, I think, Trevor asking the rule. They had Orlando Pope uh, come in, and Trevor, I think it was Immelman, was kind of messing with them. What happens if it settles on the 3M side? What can he do? He's like, well, he's in the hazard. You could swim out there and hit it from the – so it was kind of entertaining at the end. But he's got a three-shot lead. So take your rip. Get your outside chance at a win. Very slim chance. Maybe make an eagle and Hodges hits it in the water. But then when that doesn't work out, 
you hit two wedges and two putts and you still win. You're t- your solo second. What this like crazy stuff is neglecting, all this catnip is neglecting. He hit a shitty wedge shot, hit well, a shitty Twitter putt, in a nutshell? and then hit a shitty what? Isn't that Twitter in a nutshell? I guess, but like everybody's getting this juice off of this heroic ten. Like it was a great. It's like the, I it's applaud like the, the decision. Like when you go to reply, re- retweet an article, when it used to be like, yeah, you, you haven't clicked the link. It just neglects what like he hit three not great shots. Like the seven was clearly right there. He had a bad wedge <laughs> short of the green, hit another. P- not great putt short and then had like an eight footer that he missed. Like there was plenty of potential to still be solo second, regardless of this decision working or not. So anyways, JT posted. I like great this. Plan, I like though. this Zach. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not popping posted for it. It's just sort of like the simplification of whatever happened uh, for like, you know, Instagram posts and stuff. And I agree. 10 out of 10, he's got to play that decision. He needs to make a seven or he makes a miracle three and wins. That's, that's the play. You take your first rip. So God, it's uh, killing me that I can't get these, this FedEx cup standing. Checked it. Anything else from TPC Sod Farm, which we were, saw was played pristine? Somebody said the fairways were as, as pristine as ever. Look um, great. I mean, it's I, in the I course's DNA. In, we, I got to check in with you. What do you think about the JT miscut? Where are we at with the, with the Ryder Cup? Your favorite thing to do in August is to talk about Ryder Cup. July, late July. I mean, it didn't help him. You know? I... It's not good. He's gonna. He, he he's got to. He's oh. not gonna make the playoffs. It's updated on the website. I guess to push Maybe. back on that JTMC. What does a Tony Finau T seven at TPC so Twin Cities? This is gonna be my second question. <laughs> this is gonna be like my how much up. weight am I giving Tony? Kind of swooping in after being kind of NA at a lot of the biggest events. And here he is again at sort of this is this you know dartboard birdie fest deal, better field this year as you've noted. I just like I'm not saying he's trending or he's on the team now because of a T seven at three M. Is that fair assessment? Just as we say, JT's MC. It's just like we can't overweight. I I I guess I guess four days in Minnesota. I guess I would push back with. Tony Finau's won four times on the PGA Tour since JT last won. And that's the reason that JT's even in the top 20 of Ryder Cup points is because of that win, you know, 18 months ago or whatever it is. Okay. What's one win at Southern Hills equate to a Rocket City? Listen. A Rocket City of 3M and what else? Mexico. Mexico. Houston, Houston, too. Woof. Woof. Don't forget about Houston. And I'm not trying to win's a win. But like we're just trying to weight subjectivity, subjective stuff here sometimes in the analysis of captain's picks. So I I don't uh, I listen, I'm not uh I'm not in the I don't think Tony Finau really should be on the team either. So you know yeah. where are you with JT? I mean, he's, he's got to make the playoffs is the first thing. And then we have the discussion uh, based on what happens there. Where I'm at with JT is I'm just like, I, this is just a wonderful 
thing to have going on with this change to top 70 because it's giving the playoffs like actual juice for the first time in their history. Yeah. All thanks to the Ryder Cup lens. The Ryder Cup lens and and the idea of like an elite superstar missing the playoffs. I mean, like this would be honestly like LeBron at age 28 with fully healthy missing the playoffs, right? It, it, it just in wouldn't, the Eastern Conference. Yeah, it, it just like wouldn't that. happen. I guess LeBron's probably not the best pick, yeah. but like it's like, you know, Tracy McGrady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, 70 is not as, as generous as 125. That's very obvious. You know, there'd be like, I you don't know, have the playoffs a- going from eight to six or I don't know. You got to have a legit year. I was looking at Eric Cole, who, like, obviously, we've talked about a lot on this pod. He's like 40th, right? 40th, right? He's had, like, a really good year. Yeah. Played well in majors, a couple majors. Mm -hmm. So I I think that's the the neat thing about I I just, I'm such a fan of this change. I, uh, look at you. Big fan of Big J and the (laughs) cut to 70. I think I was. <laughs> I was on the phone with somebody, and 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 somebody was. I said something positive about Big J, and they were like, "What? What has gotten into you? You you can't say anything positive about that guy." Hey, how was the MLR pushback talk on Friday? I'm sorry I didn't listen to the discussion with Kyle. I'm on vacation. I, mean, I talked a lot about it. Kyle talked. <laughs> Kyle Kyle had a great com great commentary about it. Um, I mean, what? I wrote what, what about you, it in the newsletter. What do you think? Read about it in the newsletter. I haven't newsletter. read it yet. What do you think? I'm curious what you think. This is how we're going to have an hour podcast after the 3M. No, I'm not going to go into it. I want, I, think, to, like, I want you to, though. Um, I think it's weird that they snuck it in right now in August when they're trying to figure out if their tour is going to have a framework or not. That's weird. Um, and all I'll say is it was uh, reminiscent of some of these sort of small-minded, conservative, sort of short-sighted run to status quo in favor of over having some sort of bigger conversation that's a harder conversation and punting to a bigger confrontation down the line that they may have to capitulate to anyways. Now, doesn't that sound familiar about their approach in recent events? And maybe you and Kyle framed it this way too, and I'm repeating that. But it feels just like a small, short-sighted deal and run into status quo and safety for, you know, you're going to be marginalizing yourself further even. You're going to have majors, and then you're going to have this circus call. So anyways, it's weird that it's snuck in right now when they got other stuff they're trying to figure out. So, um, these, these guys, I, I, the best part about this, the whole thing, in my mind, these guys are so worried about the golf ball, these players, and, and what it's going to do. 30% of the people that are bitching about this aren't going to be playing on the PGA Tour by the time this golf, new golf ball is instituted. <laughs> that's another... That's like, a, that's, honestly, yeah, this should be the case question. for the USGA. It's like, listen... By the by, year two of when this ball is put in place, half the guys that are are moaning about this aren't going to be around. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're, they're not. I mean, what 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 power they're yeah they're wielding right now 
Well, how who who are some of these guys that just won't be there? You know, that's a good point. I'm sure, Kevin Streelman's against it. Just judging by you know his other other views. Maybe some takes. Um, all right, that's it. Uh, on the women, Celine Boutier wins the Amunde Evian Championship. Cool story. French first French winner. Obviously, that is based in France. That's all I got for um, I mean, Evian I, Championship. It's I gotta really say. Good- you got to give her huge props from the sense totally. of, okay, she's leading. I mean, think about the way we would talk about, about this in, in the men's game. She, she is the most famous golfer from there, from France, I believe like the best women's probably. Yeah. Best women, a woman player in France playing in front of like, you know, her home country with a big hadn't lead, won a major. with a big lead, yep. hadn't won a major, yep. and she comes out and she buries three of the first five holes. Yeah, the start like, was fantastic. Amazing. Amazing performance. Amazing, like, just, that's, that's one of the great performances of the year, is that final round, in the sense of, like, the... The whole gravity of the situation and coming out and playing like that right out of the gate, giving nobody any hope and just slamming the door shut. And I mean, you know, effectively getting to really like soak it in down the stretch. Now, I, you know, golf fans didn't get to soak it in They They had an interview, a CEO oh. interview on, on the 18th hole. But, you know. The NBC way. You know what Evian spells backwards, right? It's the water. The old water joke. Naive, you know? Yeah. You're just drinking your from France, paying an extra dollar or whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, congrats to Celine Boutier for winning that first major. Really impressive performance. That that course stinks. I don't know. It's just that, that event just doesn't get much juice. You got, didn't, I think like... Um, Lexi didn't even show like doesn't even show up. You got like elite players, stars, not even playing it. So um, on the corn Ferry tour, we had trace crow when the NV five invitational at a uh, Glen, is that Glenview or Glen club? Glen I believe club. it is. The scores uh, are crazy. Really low. That course has been hard in the past sometimes, especially for KFT. Uh, and they won in a playoff over uh, Patrick Fishburne. From uh, I believe Utah, yeah, so, some crazy low scores. Another there. top ten so. for uh, ADDC. Just FYI, I yeah. I watched a little bit of the uh, the end of this. I've been on vacation, so I didn't watch anything. What did you think the of the Barstool, Barstool telecast? I mean, I honestly only watched like the the playoff and the last you know thirty minutes of it. Um, it seems like. Look, we've been shouting about the Corn Ferry Tour being sort of a, a bit of an asset. I don't think it's like the biggest thing in the world, but it's untapped. And, you know, they charge. You usually have to charge. The, the, the title sponsor has to pay for it to be on TV. I think it's a now, million I, bucks they have to pay. I assume. I'm just, I, don't, I don't know anything about this deal. I assume the tour helped out here. Or maybe NV5 asked for Bar, it looked like tour productions with a lot of like the tracer and the cameras and stuff. But what a win-win, right? I mean, you got a ton of like, you got actual Corn Ferry Tour coverage. You got a lot of hype around an event. You've got like, it 
I, I don't see why it was a bad thing. It seemed like the broadcast was kind of amusing and different and irreverent. I wonder, like when I tuned in, the Trace Crow was getting destroyed, just popped, like crushed by somebody on the broadcast, like destroyed. Here's family turning in to watch his like first ever potential win, and he was getting just ripped. Um, but it seemed like a, a great thing, a, a, a step in the right direction for some for the KFT and. and Barstool seemed to do a pretty good job with it. They they brought all their resources to bear on it. The KFT put their resources into it, and you got a good win-win for everybody, right? I thought it was a good thing. I enjoyed it. I watched I watched I'm not going to act like I watched a ton. I watched like an hour on Thursday. And I thought it was awesome. They were for like what it was, like and yeah. you know, they brought um they brought players like after their rounds into the booth and they talked to the players like they understood that nobody knew who any of these people were. So a guy finishes the round, they bring him in and it's like, you know, Logan McAllister and he's talking about Quade Cummings, you know, and and like they have yeah. like they brought uh, another player in. they brought in uh, Highsmith, you know, he's talking and all the while, they're showing golf shots in there. They're asking the guys that just got off the course about, you know, hey, what's going to happen on this shot? What you know? And it's like insightful, legit stuff because it actually like they're creating like I know who these guys are, but I'm thinking about while I'm watching it, like, wow, like this is instructive for people that don't know any of these players. And that's the hurdle with KFT golf. That's the hurdle with college golf. It's the hurdle with amateur golf is that when you don't know anybody, like you need to help people. And I thought they did a great job on Thursday. I honestly like this, this stuff, golf coverage isn't rocket science. And I think like in a way that showed me just how bad some of the stuff we deal with week in week out on tour is because that like, that was like a actual fresh approach to covering golf. And I don't think it was perfect. I think there's a lot of stuff that they could do better, but like it at least like showed some like, oh wow, like we could do something cool here with this and different. If if you have some new people, maybe maybe it's just time for some of the old TV people to go. Yeah, I mean I think Barstool did a good job with it too. Let's give them credit yeah. for like what they actually did. Uh, I give KFT. I mean, they can't. If you're Corn Ferry, if you're NV Five, if you're some of these players, like you got to be pretty happy with the, with the stage. And then you know, obviously, Barstool had the opportunity to make content around it. It was it seemed like a good win win on the like. Do you why want to hear something? More of that before now is kind of insane, right? I mean, we've been shouting about the lack of TV coverage. I mean, like just this really is to be different or do something different. This is they had Logan McAllister on, and it was like Logan laughed when he brought up Quaid Cummings and he and right. and and they're like what are, what are you laughing about seems like I think Riggs asked like what are you, what are you chucking all about and he's like oh just we have a good time he's like what do you guys do and he's like well we had a bread eating competition on Tuesday or Wednesday he's like what yeah. a bread eating cup and they they are like well, how many and and they're like yeah I ate 28 pieces of bread on Wednesday I mean <laughs> listen sick. <laughs> it's funny i like i laugh like that's yeah it's thursday afternoon it's a well, web, and web streaming like you can have fun it can be different 
It doesn't have to be like this is a huge moment. Everything isn't a huge moment. And you've got guys that, you know, well, they're probably a lot of the same demo, right, of, of Barstool yeah. fans to begin with. And they're KFT guys. They're not, you know, Roy McElroy playing a major champion. They're going to play ball and have fun with it themselves, too, in a lot of instances. I'm sure there were some duds. But, you know, it just it just felt like a, a I don't know how you can do it every week, but it probably should happen. I don't. I don't think. Times. I don't think those barstool guys are are gonna go week in week I, out with the. Well, I got that tour. part. Yeah, and I don't think I got that part. But it can happen a few few more times. I think whether whatever tour it may be. So, all right. I think that does it well, like, for this Monday. I, my, my question. Anything else you want to do? I guess my question would be: Why can't PGA Tour Live have a feel like that on Thursday and Friday morning? And yeah. I don't like a I don't think like what I, I think people will take for granted what Barstool pulled off with like in terms of personalities and like the requisite talent to have conversations like the one with Logan McAllister that I referenced. Like that's not, you know, not anybody can do that. Right. Um. So but like to me, PGA Tour Live should be that. It should be uh, loose. It should be fun. It doesn't have to be called like Sunday afternoon. I don't disagree. I think um, I'm not saying exactly you, that, but like probably <laughs> there there needs to be bridge too far. For it needs many to get halfway there. Yeah, yeah. I think some of those guys try to have a little bit of fun, you know, McGinnis or whoever, you know, but. He can't yeah. even bring up the Masters or the Ryder Cup on PGA Tour Live. So Craig Perks has fun. We like Perksy on PGA Tour Live. But yeah. yeah, I understand what you're saying. They they can add a little bit more fun to some of the Thursday and Friday mornings. Um, all right, I think that does it for this Monday episode, which was brought to you by Club TFE. Add yeah. at the last minute here. If you'd like to join, oh, I had something to yeah. ask you after this ad read. What? Uh, if you'd like to become a member of Club TFE, we've got some new initiatives. Like we said, this is going to be an evolving deal. We're adding, we're going to have a, a maybe a member guest here. We member are guest having tournament. We are having one at a very nice club. A very nice club. I was, getting, I, was club. Getting, I was getting dinner dialed in last the other night oh, after a couple cocktails. Um, yeah, so we're, we're adding to it. We'll only grow. Uh, I see the gifts are going out. We're getting a lot of feedback. People sending in the gifts they got. Pretty cool. A little towel and tags, like wood engraved founding member, this, that, and the other. But you tag. have to join Pretty day cool. one to be a founding member. Well, yeah, you're out. The, so you the ship has sailed on that one. But it's still a good tag if you don't need, you don't need that underneath your name. Uh, but in addition to that, you have the weekly course profiles from, I don't know, Honest Reviews. They're not going to tell you TPC Twin Cities is a must-play. You know, you got to go out there. We get covering geographically diverse courses, um, private, public, uh, and trying to be honest about why, what's good with like some of the best photography illustrations. And there's one each week. There's 52 uh, you're going to get this year. The, unless uh, there's some. Go ahead. The other, uh, the other thing, that video that uh, Cameron put together on Bally oh, with sweet. Tom Doak talking about the routing was great. That was just up. We do a monthly video. But anyways, that's it. You can join at thefriedag.com slash membership, I think. Um, yep. It's $120 for the year. Um, yep. 
I had to ask you, what did you think about this uh, Saganda situation, Carlota Saganda? Oh God! Denying, I denying the de- 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 denying the the slow play penalty. She went off too. I mean, she's a noted tortoise, right? I mean, she's choked off, choked up the open women's British several times. Noted tortoise. Like, take your medicine. Don't do this like I'm taking my ball and going home. Right? I I I think like it's it's not a good look. It's not a good look to just quit on the event for being penalized for slow play when you are a slow player. It just brings more attention to the issue. It's amazing. It's it's just you know, it's amazing that this whole thing. I'm I'm so proud of the LPGA, the Evian tournament. It almost makes major status now for me because of this. It's a whole like you can't fire me, I quit deal. Like what do you what is she doing? Can I read her comment? Sure. I got so she got penalized just so people that don't know. She got penalized for slow play. And then she refused to sign her scorecard with the penalty. So she got DQ'd for signing an incorrect scorecard because she refused to accept the slow play penalty. So this is her her afterwards. And she posted this on Instagram, I think. I got a few messages about the DQ from yesterday. I want to be very clear. And the reason I did not sign a seven on the last hole is because I don't think it took 52 seconds, like the rules official said. What? Do you think the rules official is just making up a time? 52 seems pretty precise. What did she think it was? 51? <laughs> Do you think? 48? I had a 10-footer on the last hole. Last putt. And the group behind... They were not even on the tee on a par five. Very poor performance from the LPGA rules official. They don't understand what professional golf is about. What is it about? If you know, like I think (laughs) they only look at their stopwatch. Like if 20 seconds is going to make a difference. Let me tell you something. 20 seconds over 70 shots adds up. Um, I had family and friends watching and they all said it was impossible. I took that long to hit that putt again. What, what did you, do you think the rules official made this up? You like, this is my thing. This is why I said to Kyle the other day is like, do you think the USGA wants to be at odds with the PGA tour players about the ball? No, they don't. They, right. they don't want confrontation. I feel like the USGA as an organization loathes confrontation at this point. Just like, do you think the rules official wanted to give you this this penalty? Do you think the rules right. official woke up and was like, you know what? I want to give her a penalty on the 18th hole. Like, the rules official didn't want to do this. And, and I mean, she's believing- the girl who cried wolf at this point. She's done it. To, she's got, like, the she's created this record. Right? It's not like an isolated deal where, you know, a guy, guy probably given her a lot of room in the, to hang herself in the past. Well, there was 52 seconds this day or a minute the other day. Like, come on. She ends a message. Yesterday was tough out there with windy conditions and difficult pins. And I wish everyone gets treated the same 
and they don't pick on the same players all the time. That's all. How'd the one quote end? They don't know pro golf. So what is pro golf? Because we had an informant, I didn't listen, but apparently Brian Harmon on Pardon My Take said uh, the, the slow play came up. Yeah. And Harmon said, you know, he used to be fast, but slowing down is an advantage. So what are we doing with pro golf right now? What are we what kind of standards are we trying to set here? You think apparently Jay, Lucas you think Glover. Jay, you think Jay's in a political position right now with the tour no. to, to enact Start some slow play? Everybody. <laughs> but apparently on that pod, Harmon says Lucas Glover plays fast and says if he could do his career over again, he'd play much slower. Oh, like it's an advantage. Like, let's start to make it not an advantage, huh? So, all right. That does it for this Monday episode on Shark Tank, the 3M Open, and Slow Play. We will talk to you guys on Wednesday.